1: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, podcast, that's a weird, podcast brought to you by Corn Nation and hosted on JitteryMonkey.com and the Jittery Monkey uh, Network of Podcasts. My name is Greg Mahochko and I'm joined as always by my good friend, fellow Husker fan and longtime broadcast buddy, Mr. Brian Toll. Brian, good evening to you, sir.
0: Good evening, good morning, good whenever.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, it is. B- or,
0: or, or the Newman Show.
1: Uh, oh, the Truman Show.
0: Truman is that Truman? Yeah, you're right,
1: Truman. Yeah. In case I don't see, ya, good see you, good afternoon, good evening, good evening, and good night, and good night. That was kind of a weird movie, wasn't it?
0: Is I it? thought it was really good until the fifth wall was broken with Truman.
1: Right. The the but the uh, like the the Big Brother esque type of, you know, he doesn't know he's being watched, and uh, now. You know, speculatively speaking, we're all kind of being watched, so it's it's tough to you say.
0: Remember, you remember they came out with that movie
1: then, right? After that, they came out with that movie with Matthew
0: McConaughey. What was it called like Ed or something? Yes,
1: yes. Uh, and wasn't
0: it like it wasn't it like the one dude was the one dude was in the um, Ed Harris? Weren't the, wasn't he in both movies?
1: I don't think. Uh, I don't think that was the. It's same. been a while. I haven't.
0: But the Ed one was, you know, they filmed his life twenty four seven three sixty five. I'm trying. And I'm through, trying to
1: think of what because because as as we're talking about this, I'm I'm looking this up on IMDb and Ed was a movie made in 1996 uh, starring Matt LeBlanc and it was about the uh, the baseball throwing monkey. Um, so I'm I'm Ed TV. That's what it was. Thank you, Ed TV. Yep, McConaughey, Jenna Elfman. Um, who was Dharma in Dharma and Greg? Um, oh,
0: oh, that show had a. Why they canceled that show?
1: Why did they or, or you? Why? I don't know. It was that show
0: was tolerable. It, it, I don't like I don't like sitcom stuff, and I could watch that show.
1: Here's here's the thing about Dharma and Greg is it had its niche audience, but everybody else kind of universally panned it. Um. But anyway, back back to Ed TV. Uh, according to IMDb, it's a little description. is a video store clerk agrees to have his life filmed by a camera crew for a television show. Plain and simple. So that was oh. where he knew it was going on, whereas Truman Show uh, did not.
0: Yeah, but they were really close together, weren't they?
1: Yeah. Um, because Truman like Show... Like six months or so? Uh, Truman Show came out in, in 98 and, and Ed TV in 99. I don't know exactly... I mean, I could look it up. I've got the capabilities. Yeah, it
0: just—it's just kind of funny how, you know, that was kind of a—that was ninety nine. That's almost twenty years ago. Holy God, we're old.
1: Yeah, yeah. I used to. Have, if you want to talk old, I used to have the Truman Show on VHS. Mm. So you
0: know what I—you know what I used to have on Beta? Oh my God! Are you ready for this? You know what I used to have on Beta?
1: I'm I'm curious now.
0: I had the first Cubs night game on beta. <laughs> that, and I recorded it at my sister. I was with my sister for the summer. That summer, okay? Mm-hmm. And she lived in Austin. She lived in this little town outside of Austin.
1: Austin, Massachusetts? Or Texas. Oh, that, that's a road trip reference?
0: Um, sure.
1: Trust me? No. no. Trust me.
0: Road Trip the movie?
1: Road trip to movie, yeah. Tom Green's character gets confused. He he says that uh Oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah in yeah, Austin, yeah, yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. So she lived in this little town called Buddha, right? Buddha? Buddha.
1: I like Buddha Belly. Like
0: Buddha Belly, yes, okay. exactly like that. And okay. It was literally a, a five house town where I learned about things like, you know, the hard way about things like fire ants, but sure.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I learned, I, I grew a lot in oh. that summer. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I,
0: I learned the bat. I learned the really hard way about fire ants and leaving a t-shirt on the ground overnight. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to remember what the original concept was. This is when you
1: get old. <laughs> I don't- Oh, beta, uh, night game. Comes. Beta,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I recorded the, I, she had a beta player, and I recorded the game, right? Mm-hmm. And my only object was to record it so I could sell it, you know, sometime in the future.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because I'm thinking, like, man, this, this would be worth a lot of money if it's on beta.
1: It's going to be historic, right?
0: I was a I was in middle school, whatever, high school,
1: whatever. What, what year was this? 89, 90. All right. Just trying to Ish. figure out our age difference again.
0: And I recorded it and it was great and I had it recorded. I had the whole game recorded. I'm like awesome, awesome, awesome. It was on WGN and everything like that. So cool. About four days later, a thunderstorm rolls through, right? Lightning. And a thunder, and a lightning bolt hits the house. My sister has. And it fries the beta player.
1: Ooh. They
0: used to never sit out. Yeah. Oh my oh no. And I tried to save it, and I tragically failed. It's only money, right?
1: Yeah, it's only speculative money, because it's not like you had any standing offers for it.
0: No, but I could have right now, you jerk.
1: Well, yeah, but you didn't know that. Anyway. It was all speculative. Anyway.
0: Speaking of speculation...
1: Hey, is uh, like. uh, this is a Nebraska Cornhusker podcast, and uh, let's talk about those Huskers, shall we? It was a very eventful Friday.
0: We have we have people
1: leaving we well, have yeah. people coming um, was that it was Wednesday correct
0: yes it was Wednesday at five o'clock right six
1: o'clock six o'clock six o'clock that's when um, word hit the, the the wire if you will that mark Banker was uh, released uh, relieved of his duties uh, which I, I saw a headline Earlier today, and if I, there are a couple of different ways to interpret it, but it, it looked like that decision or that announcement was made to him over the phone.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that later. We'll we'll okay. discuss that later, okay. but let's get the gist.
1: Okay, so Mark Baker out. Uh, who else is out?
0: Brian Stewart left to take a defensive coordinator position at Rice in Houston.
1: Okay. So that's three assistants that have left either of their own uh, decision or made for them since uh, the end of the season. Well, end of the regular season, we'll say, because Bruce Reed was let go uh, after Iowa, long before the bowl game. Um, what does? I mean, it seems like you know the the general consensus then is urgency. Because uh, this is – Reed and Banker are guys that, you know, Riley has coached with for decades. Um, and perhaps he's not willing or the athletic department is not willing or the fan base is not willing to let him settle and be complacent.
0: I think he de- – I think – I really think he's think, – you know, he's at an age right now where you like to be known as you've won something. Mm -hmm. Okay. He doesn't have that many years left in the profession. He just doesn't age, you know, father time is always undefeated 62, 62. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe he has, if you really grounded out six years left. Okay. And I think it gets to the point where, you know, I'll have this friend for life, but I'll have a, I have a championship for life as well. You know, and I think he gets that you know he has to get better at Nebraska with something in that he needs a better defense, um, not so much a better defense, but ones that you know keep him in games. You know, if, if Iowa never have, if if Iowa game never happens, Mark Banker probably still has a job. But the Iowa game happened, but the Tennessee game happened. Um, plus, I also think that you know since Riley was at the American Football Coaches Association banquet, where a lot of jobs get done. I mean, if you kind of watch across, a lot of jobs get done this week. Um, I would bet that him and Diaco really kind of talked, and I bet that Diaco really kind of sold himself. Um, And then we're talking about Bob Diaco, who who will be announced. Greg doesn't think it'll happen. But he will be announced as the defensive coordinator at Nebraska. Come. I
1: didn't say it would probably <laughs> later today, if you hear
0: this. So
1: I didn't. I, I didn't say it wouldn't happen when we were talking. Peek behind the curtain, uh, ladies and gents, uh, is when we were talking. I said, you know, it, it's been reported, but no formal announcement, which we are anticipating. Word later this, you know, today Saturday. So, um, Diaka. Is the
0: name Di- Diaco? Isn't
1: that what Di- you said, Diaco?
0: A- that's a great question. We've never got really a formal um, pronunciation on this. Diaco, Diaco? You know
1: what I mean? Well, well,
0: is it a is it a long? Is it a short? I don't know. Is it is a Diaco? I don't know. Is it Diaco? Mecca high.
1: <laughs> Well played. Um, I'll tell you what. what's always accurate in there. Oh, that's no help. Um, So anyway, has some connections to the Midwest. Uh, He actually started out as a grad assistant at Iowa, believe it or not. Where he
0: graduated from.
1: Yeah, right. Um, But also coached at Western Illinois and Eastern Michigan. Yeah, he Uh,
0: went to a lot of directional Michigan schools if I started, right?
1: Eastern, Western, and Central. Yeah. Virginia, I guess, would be considered his first Power Five job. That was not yeah. a grad assistant. Um, and then Cincinnati, a few years in and now. Dame, and now think
0: about this: you won seven degrees of separation. That Cincinnati team uh-huh. he coached for. Would have gone to a really big bowl had Nebraska uh, upset Tennessee in the twenty in uh, Arlington. With one second left, I mean Texas, Texas. I'm sorry.
1: Well, Arlington, yeah, yeah but yeah, you said Tennessee.
0: Yeah, my bad. Texas. I'm, I'm tired. Okay.
1: All right. Fair enough. I don't um, get
0: to sit around the house like you do.
1: That's true. Yeah. Hey. Uh. Shout out to everybody else in this uh, uh, winter storm getting a blanket of ice in the Midwest. Uh, not you fun. Want your French toast. I'm having. I'm, I'll, I'll probably have French toast this morning. Uh, it, it'll be good. I've got the bread. I've got the eggs. I've got the milk, cinnamon and vanilla. I'm I'm happy. My son can have French toast. We'll we'll have a good time with it. We'll have a we'll have a real good time. All right, moving on. Um, yeah. So, tell me about well, yeah, he played at Iowa. So that's you know, a linebacker at Iowa in the nineties. So he, he's awfully familiar with Mr. Ferentz.
0: I would think he is. I mean, I'll, I'm not – there's no real kind of – I guess I haven't dived in to see, you know, his connection. But, you know, he, he played with Burt Bielema,
1: you know. That's why he um, was uh, a, a name that was tossed around pretty heavily at Arkansas as well. Correct. So –
0: um he went from Cincinnati to Notre Dame with Brian Kelly. And Notre Dame's kind of where he got his chops pretty hard. He was a two-time finalist for the Award, the Frank Broyles Award, which is what is given to the best assistant coach in FBS. He won it in 2012, the year that
1: Notre Dame plays
0: Alabama in the BCS National Championship game in Miami.
1: And he was he I mean, he was not just defensive coordinator uh in, in some of those years. I mean, oftentimes he was a linebacking coach and in that twelve thirteen season he was the assistant head coach as well. I mean so
0: Yeah. And in that twenty twelve season, that defense probably one of the best, if not the best, red sum defenses ever.
1: So let's talk about the obvious Question that's been brought up. If you read the comment sections on almost any of these posts, Don't read the comments. I know, I know. Uh, it is. It's a. It's a cesspool. Uh, by the way, if you like the show, leave a comment. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that they say is, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, he was great at Notre Dame, but with more talent uh, than what Nebraska has seen. Is is he going to be the type of guy who's going to come in? I mean, obviously, we've got a couple of weeks yet till signing day. Is, is this going to be a, a type of name brought in that is going to perhaps sway some recruits, get some more, get that you know talent le- level? Elevated the only thing bit.
0: I could think, I could, the only thing I could see if they'd find a guy, uh, a kid that would be a really big run-stuffing, big old booty, six-three, three-twenty-five type of nose tackle if he's going to do the 3-4. And, that's, and if that's the case, then, yeah, because Nebraska doesn't have one of those guys.
1: And Nebraska the biggest, for the last several years has not been a 3-4 team. I mean, I, I can't tell you last time they were 3-4. Um, I think they
0: were the last time they were 3-4 was when, uh, I think, when Perella was there.
1: So it's been a few 92? Yeah, it's been a few years. A new 192, so Mm -hmm. it's been 25 years. All right, if you had to pick, you go 3-4 or 4-3. I'm not a 3-4
0: guy. I'm just not. Again, two reasons. One, um, I think you get really weak up the middle running. Okay. And then number two, um, my big thing is you have a lot of linebackers who are trying to chase down tight ends who are playing them at the line. I'm just – It makes you better. It definitely makes you better as an edge defending team because you got the quicker linebackers that can get on the edge and you know play, you know the jet sweeps, the the RPOs and such like that. But up the middle, I just I'm not a big fan. You got to have a big time nose guard. You got to have a big time nose guard to play this
1: scheme. And the Big Ten is still. You know, for the most part, and there's some exception, but there's still kind of a run-between-the-tackles conference.
0: Yeah. Somewhere. I mean, the higher-end teams are more kind of spread now, more West Coast spread type of offenses, but
1: you're yeah. not wrong. But um, the, the higher-end teams, I mean, the Big Ten had a really poor showing at bowl season this year. Um, do you think that makes any of them hit the reset button and, and look and see what they can do to compete with some of these other conferences? No, I mean, look at what Ohio State did or happened. You know, between then and Clemson, of course, Clemson goes on and wins the national championship. Thank you. Uh, didn't have to suffer through another Alabama, you know, championship offseason. Uh, I, I think
0: you want to say something about Ohio State. They eradicated everybody that was responsible for offense and play calling. You know, they shipped our our best friend in the entire world to Austin and sold him, sold them a bill of goods that wasn't really. Well, I wouldn't say it wasn't really <laughs> true, but that's a, It could be some embellishing.
1: Shh. It'd be like a me on my resume where it says that I'm organized and goal-oriented. It's kind of a lie. I'm not organized.
0: You're goal-oriented. You want to get to the end of the day.
1: That's true, but I'm not organized. So, Look at my desk. Man, my desk is atrocious. So, um, um. So let's talk a, a little bit about recruits because we're in the i guess final push for you know before national signing day which second wednesday of february
0: first wednesday of february february
1: 1st this year all right all right so we're i mean we're two and a half weeks away essentially you know maybe a little bit more um but uh t- tell me the importance because if i'm a, if i was reading things correctly were husker coaches still visiting some kids who maybe last weekend were making big think, announcements to other schools. I mean, did, did I read that right or am I mistaken? Yeah, you know, there's
0: a, there's a couple kids from here. Calvin's definitely the first person you're going to name. He, he went to or He decided that he's going to pick Oregon state and piss off everybody. And then all of a sudden it sounds like through a couple of reports, mom has said, well, I don't think he's really into Oregon state, which kind of makes you wonder why he picked it in the begin with, but Hey, <laughs> You know, Pump. it's only it's only a hat in front of everybody on NBC. Right, right. So,
1: do, do they do that expect- to do they do that to see who who's gonna you know which bagmen's gonna come calling the most? Oh wait, no, this isn't the SEC. Never mind.
0: Well, you'd be surprised. That's, that, that,
1: that's a shout out to the our, our big red Copcast friends who love talking about the bagmen.
0: <laughs> Ryan Ryan needs a decaf anyway.
1: Um, love you, Ryan.
0: <laughs> hey, and man. then you got Tajon Lindsey who had a really ugly and I mean ugly, breakup from uh, Ohio state this week. And and to be fair, I kind of think I kind of think it comes from multiple things. I think he doesn't know what's going on with him and the Buckeyes. I think um, there's a couple things that are going on with Ohio state that he probably doesn't want to be around. Uh, primarily, you know, a couple of players are bringing in plus also I, I, Something that If he does flip to Nebraska, I would bet to say that the fact that he can probably get on the field as soon as he can in August is a big thing, which is the same thing in Joseph Lewis, same thing for Greg Johnson, same thing for Jameer Calvin, same thing for Gavin Holmes. Um, uh, any wide receiver you bring in right now, they can get on the field right away come the first game of the year against Arkansas State. Um, it's like that with Uh, wide receiver it's like that with tight end so there's a couple spots there's defensive tackle defensive end if they go to a 3-4 there's a couple cornerback spots there's a couple linebacker spots there's a pretty wide you know open depth chart and receiver is probably the biggest example of this so I think that you can sell that recruiting and you can be honest with it whereas Ohio State you know they have a really they kind of they kind of vacated out a lot of guys and yeah they're going to have some youngins but they're all sophomores and juniors where everybody at Nebraska is either a junior or a freshman so I think that's a big thing the Huskers are still selling the
1: uh, um, yeah, how trying to think of of the way to word this question because it's a stupid question which I know the answer Um, all right let me let me let me scrap that and, and, and go a different direction. Who is the biggest need that that we could you know that's still on the board that we have a chance to get yet?
0: Joseph Lewis. Okay, and he's Joseph still, he's
1: still the, uncommitted, correct?
0: He's still uncommitted. Theoretically, everybody says he's in the USC with Greg Johnson. Um, I don't count Dante or Dante um, or. Keith Williams out because they still have home visits. Um, yeah. Granted, they got a USC visit, but you know, there, there's still something there. If it's, there's one thing, if they just totally gave up, it's another thing that they're going to be going out there all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think Lindsay's a good get, even though he's been hurt. I think, you know, Damon the type of guy that Nebraska needs if they're going to go to a three, four, because then he's the big hoss in the middle. Um, a couple other guys, they, they do need another running back. I don't know who they're going to get. They need somebody to visit. Um, there's whispers on a running back visit this weekend, but nothing's confirmed. Um, they could probably use definitely use one more offensive lineman in this cycle. Um, maybe the kid from Lincoln East, too. Yeah, he's not going to shock anybody as a two-star, but you'd probably rather have him in the fold than not. And, uh I don't think they need anybody more linebacker wise or secondary wise, but if you get somebody that's worthwhile, it's not going to, you're not going to say no. So I think the big needs wide receiver and tight end. And after that, we'll kind of see where everything falls. Let's. Oh,
1: well, thank you very much. (laughs) I'm, I'm dealing with a dog that just wants to be in the way. Um, and wants attention, so I apologize to the listeners if my focus is is a little split. Yes, I see you, Lucky, and you're you're not neglected or mistreated. Uh, Lucky, you want a bath? <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, uh, "Actually, you know what? They this is going to sound horrible. I don't think they've had a bath since we moved into this house." Um, and Come I'm, on. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Uh, tell the listeners when that was. Um, oh,
0: just let them roll around the ice a little bit. Well, here's, here's the thing.
1: Co- Coco's dealing with uh, something on her paws, so she doesn't want to be out on that, you know, frozen grass a whole lot in case it, you know, like a shard catches her incorrectly. So, um, but, uh, all right, back back to business here. Um, let, let's keep it short, sweet, for a change. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> I said for a change. Shut up. Uh, let's talk briefly about Nebraska ball. Uh, three and one, and Michigan uh, later today. And it is not—I mean, it's it, it, when I think of of Michigan teams, I think of you know pretty big teams. That, you know, they they have you know a, a good size to them. Uh, what do we know about this uh, Wolverine squad, and and what is uh, Tim Miles and company going to have to do to be successful?
0: Maybe completely blunt. I'm not hundred percent sure what I know about Michigan or that they were Jordan stuff. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I and it's not that I don't care, it's just recruiting kinda it, 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 you've been
1: focused on.
0: I will say this, this about Nebraska today. Um, if they can prove they can win without Ed Morrow, that's huge. Um, Jacobson's gotta step up, one of the kids has got to step up Roby or um Hell, let's call Evan Taylor's name because why not? Um, you know, other guys have got to step up for tomorrow, um, and it's not so much the, and it's not even so much the uh, point production because they're going to get that from Watson and Ty. It's it's the grunt work, it's the it's the rebounds, it's the defensive work. So,
1: well, yeah, they could, uh... if
0: Jacobson can do something resembling that, and we can get some extra from one other guy, I think Nebraska can
1: win this game was it the the uh, i i'm pulling this quote and I, and I apologize I don't know who to attribute it to and I'm probably not getting it 100% right but but I, I think it was maybe the Michigan coach saying this about Nebraska is like yeah they don't won't know any names um but man they'll crash the boards hard or something like that or uh, did we you do. did you see that quote?
0: Yeah and my first question was we do.
1: Oh okay well you know seems it seems like in the games that I've been fortunate enough to watch we we've had uh, you know, I go back to the Iowa game, and and I thought we did a really good job rebounding in that game uh, on both both ends of the court. So, but again, that's I good. know Lucky. So, it, it, can you hear her?
0: Oh. Isn't that pathetic?
1: Okay, I guess that's the end of the podcast because Lucky's being a whiny bitch.
0: Every oh,
1: violence, meaning well, She's a female dog. It's it's okay. Okay, so now, I'm getting, I'm getting that to, one. I'm getting that one out on technicality.
0: I have nothing else <laughs> to say. We might have a commit or two this week. Watch for that. Diaco announces. They announce Diaco. We'll have that. Um, I'll have something Sunday night recruiting wise because I'm cool like that. And you are you cool,
1: and, and and good job on the uh, on the Facebook live video as well. By the way, uh, if you like those Facebook live videos and you want more of them, uh, tell our fearless leader John Johnston that that's what you want. The
0: yeah, because he doesn't.
1: Yeah, no, but he delegates. No, he
0: doesn't. <laughs> he there? He, li- he is lying. There, he lying to you, America. <laughs> There's one person delegates Facebook live videos, and you're listening to the voice of him right now. <laughs> but, let's get this out of the way, right? Now, no, no, okay, no, 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 no. Let's okay. get this out of the way right now.
1: All right, but but let me let me let me clear the air then. Let's pull the curtain back a little let bit, okay? Let, let me just say, then, that John likes the idea of the Facebook videos, Facebook Live John videos.
0: does like the idea of the videos. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, I'm not that, now, that's the so, green.
1: So I'm accurate somewhere. <laughs> but, but let's
0: ask Greg, who's the one, who's the guy telling everybody, hey, we should do this today? Hey, we should do this. I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this.
1: Uh, that would be Mike Jackson. Yes. So long. <laughs> you know, I tell you what. It, as far as keeping us, uh, keep keeping us on on task, uh, it, Brian, you do a very good job. But at uh, the same time, uh, John is the one who comes through with the big pep talks. When we, now, yeah, John. Now we I'll need say, pep if talk. John
0: wants to do something, I'll be like, okay, go ahead.
1: You, you gotta. I, I love John. I love his pep talks. You know, he says, he says, we're. Or it was at the beginning of this year, he says, "I want us to be bigger. I th- there's nobody who can t- turn us down, or, or there's nobody who we should be too afraid to ask for, you know, a, a comment or an interview or you know something like that. You know, he 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 did a good job of rallying the troops right there. Much 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 love to John.
0: You know what's you know what's uh, weird about John though? Nothing. He can say, you know what, just do it." What- the great thing about John is 99% of the time, he just looks at it and says, I don't care what you do, just let me know. That's true. And if it's unethical or something, I'll say something. If not, that'll be it.
1: Most of the time, we we try to steer away from the stuff that's unethical. Um, Except coffee. Well, that's because he's just drunk on anything. Um, yeah. it, all right. It, unrelated question, but I, it's a question that needs an answer, Brian. It, it, mm-hmm. It's we'll we'll, we'll call. It, we're two weeks into twenty
0: seventeen. We were we yeah. were fixed. We were ending the podcast five minutes ago.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, we're we're two weeks into twenty seventeen. Uh, what point do I take the Christmas tree down? Is it real? Yeah. Or is it fake? No, it's real.
0: Uh, here's I have what you do.
1: I, I probably haven't watered it since Christmas Eve.
0: This makes it even better. Here's what you do. You take it in the backyard. On a night where there's no moon,
1: so obviously not, you know, tonight where it's Friday the thirteenth and a full moon. Exactly,
0: yeah. You you set it down on the ground. You make sure it's going to stand up. You take a stick lighter to it. You light it. You walk away and you enjoy you enjoy the bonfire.
1: Hmm. And the good smell of of a uh, of a nice Fraser fir.
0: Mmm, pine. Yes. Mmm. Mm. Now don't cook like marshmallows over because that'd probably be bad. Yeah.
1: By the way, uh, if, if you are, uh, how, how do, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. It's going to be random, but this is going to be our final thought. If you are interested in uh, in, in wet shaving, traditional shaving styles, uh, I know of a couple of real nice uh, fur scented soaps. Get you uh, get you hooked. It's good stuff. So I
0: got five words for that. Ready? Oh, okay. DollarShaveClub.com
1: Yeah, but no, that's crap.
0: Pardon you, you hypochondriac sack of monkeys spawn. Here,
1: here, here's what, you, you want to pull the curtain back a little bit more? Alright. Uh, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> this is, we ended this 30 minutes ago.
1: <laughs> the damn thing just has gone 31 minutes. Uh, um, Alright, so after I get this podcast all ready to go, I'm gonna shower and I'm gonna shave and I'm gonna use a real nice winter scent combo, uh, and it's gonna smell great and everybody's gonna be jealous. Uh, but you know, nobody's here, really. Who cares? So. Oh
0: my god! You know what I'm gonna. You know how. You know how I'm gonna get clean in the morning before I go to work. I don't want to know. I'm gonna walk in the shower, turn the water on. <laughs> I'm going to use Irish Spring. And when I shave, and it'll be next few days, it'll be Edge and DollarShaveClub.com. That's,
1: that's it. Make, That makes me so sad. Makes me so sad. You're throwing <laughs> your right. money away, Brian.
0: It's only money. We, we gotta go.
1: All right, Brian is kicking me out, right. and I think my dog just farted on me. So uh, <laughs> that's what I get for extending the podcast. Uh, that's for it Brian for episode. Cole, I'm Greg Mahacho. For <laughs> let me, you want to finish it? You want to take it away?
0: All right, for Greg Mahachko, I'm Brian Toll, Five Heart Podcast. Remember, five heart's all the heart you need. Bobby Miaka's going to kill the world with five heart. Thank you Carnation.com. Thank you, Jittery Monkey. Peace out.
1: Go Big Red. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.